Yay! We got to start out cheery when we're covering the heavy stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, before you introduce us, we'd like to thank you, Zane, for hosting us. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Since his name was not mentioned as the host in the last <laughs> recording, Zane. It's beyond Spruced. a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Can you say it? Placer. Pleasure. <laughs> yeah. We all wish we had South African accents. Oh, totally. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, okay, so to have integrity around our previous conversation. We are going to talk a little bit here about what the planetary situation is now, what we've come through, what the situation in the universe has been. And so many of these things are in the process of being deconstructed, broken down, cleared. Um, And yet by not looking at them, we cannot truly address what we are here to bring in and clear off the planet. And so there is a degree of honesty that can be a bit painful for people, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, When we peer into the depths of what has happened, I, I even have tuned into creator, the pain it has caused creator Mm -hmm. to watch its immaculate, beautiful creation descend into such depths and inversion. And yet, in the purest, undivided frequency of love, Creator has allowed all of this to take place at some level so that we can now reach this new era, this new octave. Um, and do you not agree? <laughs> <laughs> yes, now I agree. It's just been a big event. Yes, I was watching you and feeling you. Right, right. It was, I mean, honestly, that was a a painful realization for me even to understand that at some level this has been allowed and it had to be allowed because by being a free will universe, that's the only way that you give your creation unlimited expression. Mm. And anytime you put a leash on it, anytime you put a tether and say, well, you can go explore all this, but you're not allowed to go here, here, here and here it's no longer unlimited creation Mm -hmm. and so um here we are (laughs) and uh i was wondering if you zelkia could give us a little context where are we at on earth what are we coming out of um i want to talk directly about ai or you just said we can call it you know parasitism parasites um Where to begin and where to end? Well, of course, a large part of the population wouldn't realize that artificial intelligence is a very ancient virus, the way that it is here on Earth. And it's uh, it comes from a very, very far place. And, um, and it's been practiced in many places in the universe. And if we look at the stories of the Anunnaki and how they destroyed their own planet, Nibiru, and then beyond that. Um, There's a lot of 
um, ancient histories that we are going to open up and unpack as these histories are truly going to be revealed to us mm. and we are seeing this on our planet right now and that is why I feel the once again a great thank you to all of these ancient sites archaeological people that are standing up and saying hey but no this is you know we there's a man called Pravina I'll get the rest of his details but he goes into the ancient sites in India and he actually comes up with artificially intelligent um, carvings which shows us this is this is you know a very ancient thing and it has caused a lot of destruction elsewhere and ended civilizations and like I say I, I also am ready and open and excited about all of these histories that we are yeah. about to access and a lot of information has been started to be touched on and then a lot of this information is on its way for us to truly yeah. see how this uh, all came to our planet and uh, well our current situation is very very big if we just look at the obvious things such as the film industry and artificial intelligence and all the big drones and um, robotics and the starting to take over absolutely everything and then steering um, and engineering the complete destruction of the planet which has been the main focus of the film industry for years on end and it's almost like this you know vision that's been imprinted into the collective consciousness is now starting to physically take place robotics are there people are having sex robots and uh, what all can we even begin to um, replace with artificial intelligence every single thing that a human being is physically doing in a factory or in a hotel or flying a plane or all of our um, a, a police forces, uh, judiciary <coughs> systems. I mean, these things are well on their way. Um, an artificial intelligence uh, version. And uh, the destruction, the obvious destruction that we are currently seeing and the way that this is headed is obviously quite dangerous i mean if you look mm. at the film industry and what they project and the control and the structure and the weaponry and just the advancement of control more and more by creating suffering it's it's all shown to everyone right on the screen create suffering through uh, governments that are completely parasitic and then uh, bring out these weapons of war and robotic uh, forces, police or uh, judiciaries or prisons and uh, and then completely just finish the planet off. Really, that's what they're all about. And so then you go back to where we are at and have a good look at what's busy happening around us hmm. you know and people think it's normal because they've been programmed 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 all their life since children in kids movies all the way through that it's it's uh, you know been imprinted so largely it's actually starting to happen and people are just embracing it all hmm. and uh, 
and then people are really waking up like for me I haven't had a television anywhere around me for 27 years now and I I watch the human collective consciousness and the kind of things they talk about. No one has really a conversation but to what they've watched on TV or a film they've seen. or And then the inspiration of loving the self with all of the... From the, the AI women, the AI yeah. men, the like bionic stuff going on. And what do you call it? Like... It's it's an endless uh, purge out on the table right in front of us and uh, we we are here to take the trash out. How do we do it? What are the ways? The solution? How do we replace and upgrade every single product, service and technology and system here on earth into a respectful um, part of creation itself that is completely partaking partaking with creation and that is where the inversion comes in because cities and the way things are built the infrastructure of everything the way um, sewage is done in cities everything is inverted and the opposite of what creation does everything it's really very clear to see and it's just how are we going to take the trash can out where are we going to put it how are we going to make a better you know how we're just going to really make a version that works for all of life and um we all need to really be very honest you are right saying we got to really take a good look at where we are people can't a mother cannot walk without her baby on her breast if the baby is lucky if she's got any breast milk left from all the stuff she's been pumping through her body with her cell phone in her hand and the baby's crying and screaming or little children are holding on to their mothers and fathers they're all busy on their phones everywhere they go and it's already that external microchip of the complete psychological operation that we've known all our lives everyone has been told about this whole microchipping situation and it's all all over the internet you can research babies being incubated in a artificial womb and this is now available Mm -hmm. where you can have a child in an artificial womb sever the what is it i mean severing the umbilical from the womb, the sacred womb of your mother, the life, the, the, there is there is very ill, big illness in the collective consciousness mind due to this inversion and all the suffering caused. And the only thing that's going to heal it all is love and shift it all. And of course, some firmness and standing together and yes, cleaning up some uh, soulless uh, relentlessly soulless situations and um, yes of course like AI as well we need to upgrade technologies that are frequencies that when we listen to a bird and another bird replies or whales and the frequencies they give often dolphins uh, those are the kind of there are frequencies beings have come to bring forward and patented but then they all disappear with the patent um, and and they are respectful to the living systems and we still can create devices that might be made off of 
better material that can re-internate uh, creation after its use and not be a toxic piece of waste. And just every single thing can be done with love. If if um, and it's time to do that and and there are answers and solutions there are so many great souls out on this planet with great solutions and it's time that we come together and open source our knowledge freely and help each other and love again and love again and connect to nature again and do beautiful things for ourselves and switch off the, all of these little black square things all over the place, pumping <laughs> rubbish into <laughs> our heads. It's uh, 1984. So old. <laughs> yeah. Can I say something about, this is just a quick, simple example of what you mentioned with the inversion matrix. So there's infrastructure and there's also just design so one example is the food industry is built off of feeling full instead of being nourished and yeah. nutrition yeah. and social media is built off of advertising yourself instead of social connection and networking mm -hmm. and the medical industry is built off of not being in pain instead of healing and wellness of the complete whole and so as you think about these big systems that are in place, you can find this inversion of what is this really about? What was the original intent and what is reality now? And it tends to be 180 degrees opposite of that initial intent. And it's not that the pure essence of the intention is evil or wrong. It just um, is co-opted by artificial synthetic intelligence parasites and also our egos and um, I really love Don Juan's description of the ego as a foreign installation that is literally a foreign implant a foreign entity that is not from this world um, that is parasitic and so I would love if you would comment around what you think the human ego is and how it relates to this conversation around parasites and artificial intelligence. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big question. And, and if, that's, yeah. if that's Anunnaki too, be, I mean, there's been layers of tampering with mm. human genetics and, and our light blueprints, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be amazing to hear you speak on it. I can give you my bit. <laughs> I think if you look at all of the social engineering that has taken place for many, many, many thousands of years and Maybe our planet has experienced these kind of cycles a couple of times before. Mm -hmm. And I guess the level of social engineering has really just become more and more filthy and demonic. <clears throat> uh, engineering the collective with warfare, uh, men, young boys coming 17, that was in my family, the, the men were all 17, ripped out of their little homes, teenager boys, straight into the military, guns into the arms and out to fight for your family, you know, and be a man, and it's absolutely, there's such abuse, such deep suffering, these men have all come back. Um, damaged deeply damaged and they still wanted a life to have a wife and a child and 
you know, get married, but they'd become abusers and uh, and those women and so on. And that's just one part of the driving and steering the collective consciousness and personality into one of suffering and submission and degradation of self and loss of self-respect and love of self um, is where we find us and and if you have a good look at the real overview over how the human race has come to this degraded state then the personality is all just acting out of the engineered fear and this is what was known when these situations were engineered the weaker and the more damaged and the more much suffering and poverty the more control the more unconscious birthing the more uh, easier to traffic humans the more uh, you know these structures not only uh, don't help anyone uh, anywhere ever but themselves are definitely in complete allowance of all of this poverty and degradation and human suffering and it leaves a personality a pain body mm. a possession of entities mm. you know mm -hmm. um, yes because it's a wound and through that wound comes and not being, like you said, cared for, um, then that wound becomes an entry point for a mm. painful reaction, suffering. And then, of course, when we look at other dimensions, this would involve demons and entities. Um, and so how much of the soul is even in the body and how many ways can we have a look at this? Um, and from how many angles but yes when the there's been large abuse and lineage um, responsibility and uh, bad behavior around a being that couldn't find any other way to be because they never knew anything else or knew there could be something better but then the wounds the wounds are what talks in in this person's mm. response in, yeah. in humanity's response right now it's the wounds it's the suffering and yes this is a entry point of uh, entity which would be a demon or a parasite or and then of course artificial intelligence is a major place to become addicted when you come into the film industry pornography social media what all Video else games video mm. games i mean and then you've got all this rage and anger because you've been so abused and no one even comes to get you out under the bed when you cry and you get this game and you get into it and it's war and it's hatred is ripping people's heads off and going into all these advanced cities and all of these sick stories of absolute non-stop debauchery you know and then comes yes full possession really uh, by suffering and then a controllable, very easily trafficable planet and race. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it's, I mean, it's so evident. One of the questions I had on here was, what, what is the end goal of this synthetic 
creation AI. And it's like, it's what you're saying. I mean, you just answered it in a way, right? It, it's to create a cybernetic consciousness that is biological and still connected to source, but only as an energy source. And it's completely reprogrammed into this synthetic timeline where there's total control and domination at every point. Yeah. In, yeah, and I, even the beings involved in some of the levels of control structures on the planet, whether it be an African president being paid off a billion dollars to run up um, with all of these movements <coughs> that are uh, destroying our planet, uh, they don't know the level of what they're getting themselves involved in. They, mm -hmm. They're not, their consciousness is just in absolute greed and... Um, control and mm -hmm. it's through this that you know these movements are able to access um, controlling others as well as like you said that possession like Don Juan said the embodiment of entities parasites suffering and demons this is where all these zombie stories are coming. They have been always pumped and pumped and pumped into mm -hmm. your three-year-old little children with these zombie shirts, you know, it's disgraceful. And it's always been, you know, placed into the mind from a small child. So, Zelki, I think that there's a nice bridge on something that, that I actually had asked you the other night uh, on your perspective that, you know, you've mentioned a few times here, uh, you know, demon infiltration or these other kind of like entity attachments. And, you know, that's something that I, I when that word would come up, I think that, that that's something that um, is going to automatically get kind of organized in a person's mind towards a religious kind of thing. That's like we typically encounter language around like demons or things like that through a religious context. But what I had asked you was, what is, you know, is there a connection between this kind of demonic energy that we would think would be like a, a non-material, you know, non-physical type of energetic expression and whether or not that's connected into the artificial intelligence and uh you know talking then about the um the baphomet constellation as as you had spoken <laughs> about before in some of your stories that 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 is that bridge gap and so that i found that very interesting and i and i was wondering if you could speak a little bit more about that ah okay well um through my life from a very small child these dark entities and energies and maybe demonic type of um, experiences and encounters have ta had taken place and uh, I went through a whole lifetime of hearing a lot of things that others have experienced and um, then meeting Rhoda I'd seen a lot of entities and beings in houses and in different places and the visions did get stronger at stages and there they were you know um, I had a personal question all my life about what are these demons and why are there all these dark entities and my my download and experience personally was as we were in the in that core of creation the creator itself's energy and the grand architecture started taking place parts of ourselves were sent out within these creations to explore 
creation. <coughs> and so as we did that, we'd lose ourselves into dense experiences and experience in lower densities, a lower heart and a lower mind frequency. And as creation itself is orchestrated is through sound and through thought and through feeling. And so as those lower experiences started taking place, energies uh, were still also sent out into creation and mm -hmm. would come back and create possible entities mm -hmm. the more suffering the more pain the more these entities would then take form through our own unconscious creation because deeper and deeper walked, the fool walked away from the sun or the prodigal son turned his face away from the sun the furthermore the forgetfulness of who you really are mm. took place and that is where the forgotten of the thought and the word and the frequency that we pour into every moment was forgotten mm. and the spin out took place in let's say this dimen these kind of dimensions where wars and famine and suffering and control took place and these entities took more and more form until an entire constellation had come about to me like maybe a dimension and so in the storytelling it would be um, I had an experience where I'd seen uh, a Baphomet and the constellation was behind Baphomet all of these different layers of hell and I hear people when I speak about this story that they talk about something called Dante's Inferno which mm. I've been told so many times to read and many many stories many beings have written of the experiences or made movies of the experiences and today if you look at half of the human population the possession of suffering and the true nature of man is um, not always present and uh, these old energies and densities that have taken forms and dimensions and realms and worlds have caught up with us and it's now that we are breaking the chains of all of our histories and the very big cosmic story is about to unfold and mm -hmm. really the very very precious part about our planet is that she is as I felt within myself, the center point of this big spiral of transcendence of many, mm. many, um, the, the cosmos within which we are in. And who knows what creation is possible be, uh, for us as beings coming into this consciousness as our planet spins out and collective amounts of human race comes into realization and has the full remembrance of our sacred original selves and then comes into this painting and says now we are painting from our beautiful artistry from the inside and that mm -hmm. means we clean up all of the debris of all of the experiences we've expressed within our own painting and clean it up and clear it out and realize what kind of expressions and um, adventures might lead down into forgetting the self and see how can we live and begin to incarnate 
um, full, fully remembering ourselves in full remembrance and, and, and in full remembrance of our art inside, from the inside. Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. It's so beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, what? Thank you. I, I feel one of the things I've seen with what you're talking about is it's almost like the amplitude of creation has grown. Like if you were looking at a sine wave on a chart, the depths to which creation descended deep, 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 deep down. And a lot of this is our creation multidimensionally. Yeah, us, the creators The creators descended, descended <laughs> right? And, and from that depth, now we're on this upswing. And as we move up to a yet unknown height, the amplitude of all of creation is increased through us. So it, does that make sense? I don't know if that description is... Um, is it about the it, octave you and it is about the octave yeah, of course octave. but but yeah it's like the the diversity of of experience the diversity mm -hmm. of creation has grown by descending into those hell totally. worlds there's now um untold worlds of light and beauty and creativity that are the rebound from that yes. and that is we're we're right at that transition point right now mm -hmm where the mm -hmm. darkness is moving into this incredible expression, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah. Um, Can I say something in response to that? Because I think it's important to also put out there in our collective vision of Nova Gaia and the new octave is that that doesn't mean there's an inherent downswing. It's not actually a sine wave that's repeating. So the inversion matrix has kept us in a closed loop, a circle, mm -hmm. and creation is a spiral. And sure, spirals contract, but then they expand. And so um, moving out of that sine wave where we've come out of the depths, we're transitioning, we're reaching these new levels of creation, and that can continue to spiral outward instead of rubber band back in. So just meditating on the image of the spiral instead of the circle, we're not um, in the Ouroboros repetition of cycles mm -hmm. anymore. We're coming out of this into expansion eternally. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, that sine wave is also di a dual, and we are transcending into right. multi-dimensional right. reality. Yeah. So there's more ups and downs. It's actually the one final thing I really, if even if it's just brief, moving out of the soul recycling grid, moving out of Ouroboros, and as you've said, I mean, you know, it's been horrific what's happened on the planet in terms of souls being forced into bodies when they're not ready and not allowed to integrate those experiences and on and on and so much of the trauma comes from yeah. that inverted system um, but as you have now seen there now yes well really with the incarnation cycle and grid and um, as my own energy feels into our incarnations i remember a time where we would incarnate and fully fully integrate this inner temple a sacred rest place and then really deeply you know see what the next incarnation will be on a very high like and pure and godly level 
and, uh, and, and then of course we have this massive recycling grid, grids that had been placed around the earth, completely hitting souls back, lifetime after lifetime, thousands of lifetimes, weakening the soul, the soul entry, the body, and um, creating a continual cycling of suffering as we know it now, and as if some eight ancient texts have taught us and it's even the question is these texts that taught us about the cycling grid and when you get back and you're going to suffer because you might suffer and blah, 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 blah. it's been on and on and on and um is it part of those who created the grid to create religions that would make you have to hold on to the mm -hmm. fact that you're continually recycling and then of course other movements that have said you only have one life and then you over like either you're gonna burn for a thousand years or which people are doing anyway on earth without having <laughs> you know it's it's, it's uh, the way. suffering here is already enough mm -hmm. it's more than enough mm -hmm. and um so recently in the lot you know i've i've heard a couple of people say a couple of things um about uh, the shifts in souls and certain souls are going to go there and this and all but in the meantime for myself and my experience we have definitely seen stellar gateways opening up and the grids are definitely have been dismantled at very high amounts uh, of the grids and there are grids within grids over certain countries but these grids have been massively dismantled and there are beautiful stellar gateways that are available for all of the souls to go through whether it is a being that is transcending and really truly bringing the high dimensional frequencies into the physical so that a physical form at that level of consciousness can be experienced for the first time or a very tired recycled soul or being that's been through 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 the incarnation grid constantly through many lifetimes of suffering and sacrifice and betrayal and lies and lots of damage lots of entities these beings will go through very certain specific gateways to be recalibrated to uh, recalibrate prior to incarnation and be given the opportunity to incarnate the way it's supposed to be where you make your decision of your next experience and heal and you know these kind of things so um with uh, the grids uh breaking down we we like saw massive grid, grids and other layers of grids over germany and then these grids breaking down inside internally as well so if you see any of those kind of experiences in your journey where there are grids involved it's you like you said zane putting your vision onto the the darkness and that is where grids as you have also experienced uh, uh, openings in in these grids and um, that they are being sutured and cannot be closed again mm -hmm. so um, the souls currently we are witnessing a massive um, departure on our planet and uh, this departure has been given the gift of the stellar gateways now mm -hmm. there are still a lot of things that need to be broken down and then there's still a lot of debris that needs to be transmuted but there's a certain level which we have 
as a human race <clears throat> um, attained and I wish us all the most wonderful mm. adventure into the most beautiful vision yeah Hmm. Wow. Yeah. On our yeah. Earth. Yes. I just feel yeah. like that's so healing. Thank I mean, you. for me, when I heard that, it's like, yes, mm -hmm. you know, because we see people departing and it's always painful. We love them. And yet to know that they're they're free yeah. as organic creation yeah. intended. And, and some beings, I mean, really, they're just holding on to fear because they don't know that there's just a beautiful gateway waiting. Really how nature works is every time a being departs, there's a little, still a gateway into the next um, direction where that energy will become physical again, you know, mm -hmm. and that was blocked for us. And then if you look at the way that our living systems have been trafficked, those grids would have just gone deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, you know, mm -hmm. until the whole full destruction Mm -hmm. No more. No more. Yay. No more. <laughs> wow. See ya. Yeah. And so, at the end of the story, the entire Baphomet constellation virus web gets transmuted in the galactic core forevermore, yeah. and the purity of our cosmos. Yes, does come into a new octave. New octave. So beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zoki. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Zane. I'm beautiful, And Matthew. <laughs> <laughs>